April 13, 2023. It's a Watt for Pedro show. <laughs>
for Pedro Show. Happy Thursday. Started off with John Coltrane. He was playing with Johnny Hodges, Rabbit. He had a lot of respect for him. He liked the way he could, you know, I just got done eight biographies on Joe Coltrane, and he loved the way Johnny Hodges had confidence in his playing. Many years with Duke Ellington, right? Anyway, Through the Night, 1954 live radio thing, unknown. After that, Sport. I think that's how you pronounce it. One day it will come. And because of those software engineers in Estonia with their Skype invention, I got with me, Andrew King. Welcome aboard, Brother Andrew. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Absolute, absolute. It's my great honor. And uh, we should probably give uh, credit to Ben for the connect, right? Yeah. What's the uh, What's the deal there? Do you, how do you know Ben? Presumably through some kind of... Improvisation he said he put up. Interest. He said he put up Joe Biza when he was torn. So you know. Oh yeah. People ask me about the old days, and I say it was about people. So are the new days. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a person to person connect. And by the way, Joe Biza lived downstairs from D Boom when we first were putting together the Minuteman. Oh my! Yeah. yeah, he was. He I I asked him about this the other day actually. Um, it's, I think it was in Leeds, right? I don't know about it. I don't know exactly how those two guys interacted, but this was in Pedro in, uh, mm-hmm. January 80. And we didn't want to bother anybody. So we didn't use amplifiers. You know, we're getting the first batch Minutemen tunes together. So we're using no amps just, and we have no drummer yet. So we're trying to keep the beat by stomping. Well, it turns out down the road, he asks us, you know, we finally get to, because we'd see him at gigs. Joe Bai is very distinctive. You know, there was only 200 people that show up every weekend up in Hollywood anyway. Anyway, uh, he thought we were dancing up there. <laughs> so all he could hear was the it's keeping not- the time with their feet. Anyway, enough about it, me and uh, us <laughs> and old Minuteman Hollywood punk scene. Let's, let's learn about your journey with music. Yeah. Please bring your earliest musical recollection. I remember being in my parents' car in I guess it would have been like the year 2000 or something so I'd have been about five and I remember we were in either Devon or Cornwall somewhere down south um and they were playing uh we had a cassette of Elvis Costello um the record with Chelsea on um what's it called but yeah the I don't want to go to Chelsea that um yeah and just that playing on repeat that record I remember um, that band uh, Chelsea huh right to work Gene October. I guess it's kind of a yeah. fancy part of London, right? Uh, oh, Chelsea, yeah. Yeah, I understand why they wouldn't want to go there. <laughs> but there was a band called that, too, in the old days. Well, add, well, I don't want to go to Chelsea. No, there was a band called Chelsea. And they had a song called Right oh, to just Work. just Chelsea. Yeah, it was called, and the singer's name, Gene October or something. I don't know. It's when I was just finding out about the movement, you know, the 45s, you didn't really know about these bands because no one wrote them. They weren't written that about in uh, Cream or, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So we would just uh, pick them by the you record. Well, we would uh, just, they were only $2 each, so you would just roll the dice and see what was it going to be like, you know, by oh, the man. name of the what band. Was the, what was the or, proportion of ones that were any good? Hardly, well, in those days, hardly any of them were shitty. A lot of them were very interesting. You know, there was no real definition of what you were supposed to be, really. So it was all around. Mm. So we pick them by the name of the band or the, the artwork. Or, you know, we didn't know. Yeah. 
For two yeah. bucks a shot, fuck it. So let me Got ask you, the pad you grew up, was there musical instruments? So my brother was a drummer in a band called Narcosis uh, when he was about, I don't know, 17, 16, 17. And he's nine years older than me. Um, but I would hear him practicing in the in the loft. Um, but yeah, it was just that just that drum kit. And obviously, when you've got one older brother, everything they do is like, you know, the coolest thing that anyone can do. Uh, so, yeah, I was just like immediately like, I want to be in a band. Well, when he wasn't around, did you jump on those drums? Nah, would I fuck? Nah, I'd be, I reckon I'd get in. Nah, I think he'd have given me a lot of trouble. But how would that. he know he wasn't around? That's why I asked. Yeah, that's true. I mean, in hindsight, I probably should have done. But okay. I think I was too too shit scared of what he might do. Nah, I, uh, I just had to ask because I wasn't there. When I get the mind reading thing done, we, you know, I'll spare you the words and all that. But mm-hmm. let me ask you this. At school, were you in the choir, the marching band or shit like that? I was in, I did guitar club uh, and I kind of didn't really get on that well with it. Like I learned, they taught you to play the sort of open chords, but then when it came to like, they made it seem really complicated having like sheet music to play like leads, like lead, uh, like solo lines and stuff, like melodies. Um, And I remember being a little bit put off by that because I always found it a little bit like academic. Um, But then... Yeah, just sort of started listening to stuff and like got my first electric and realized. Yeah, what like were you using? Of... Did they have school guitars or did you, your parents give yeah. you one or did you get buy one yeah, yourself I had, or what? I had, I think we had school guitars at this point. I'd have been about seven or eight. Okay. And oh, then, really young. Okay. Yeah, and then my parents, my parents got me like a sort of. You know, like the sort of nice nylon string. I don't know what it's like in America. In the UK, we have like nylon string nice spanish classical guitars yeah that's what we call them spanish style nylon string as uh, as opposed to like metal string flat pick yeah yeah i guess they're softer on the the calluses well when you play with a pick in the nylons you're supposed to use your fingers like uh, andre segovia that kind of thing Mm. right yeah no i I like that it's it's uh, although woody they feel uh, really good woody what am i saying Willie Nelson, he plays nylon string with a, a, a pick or something. I mean, you do whatever you want. Oh, yeah? You know, let the freak flag fly. Well, oh, yeah. Let me ask yeah. you this. What was the first record you bought with your own money? I think, I'm pretty sure it was a Foo Fighters um, single from Asda, which is the equivalent of Walmart in the UK. And what um, was the first gig you it saw? Was the first what, sorry? Gig you saw. Oh, I thought you said the first thing I bought. No, first, like first uh, you already answered the first record you bought with your own money because when you're a kid, you ain't got a lot of money, so that's why I asked that. And then, oh, and then the off. first gig you saw, live uh, performance. Damn, I remember there wasn't, I didn't live in a town where like people would come play that you'd know sort of thing. So you'd go over to like Birmingham or Leicester. Um, but I remember going to Birmingham to see like really heavy metal bands when I was about 12 and I begged my dad to take me. Um, and it was, he took me to see Trivium, uh, Machine Head, and Arch Enemy, who are all like quite heavy, like heavily produced metal bands that I was really into. Um, okay. But yeah, not not something I'd, I'd listen back to, but I think it was an important part of the journey. No, but you can only have your first gig your own one time, right? That's why I asked. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah. now you got this guitar electric guitar you've graduated to and you got your own you must have got an mm-hmm. amp too 
now I'm not talking about graduating school, but after school in the afternoon, do you do the bedroom band, the basement band, the garage band? Yeah, so I've been so I met Deck uh, when we were about eleven. Uh, well, actually, I met when we were like four, but we got proper mates when we were like eleven because I heard he started um, playing bass. And we started like we sort of started a band. It was just the two of us, and then we'd go around school begging people to do it with us. But it was kind of difficult to get people on board with. Um, well, you're looking for a but, drummer, right? Sorry, you're looking for a drummer. Oh yeah, desperately. Um, well, what about your brother? I oh, know he was a bit too. He was he was at university by this point. Okay. But yeah, I wish I wish I would, I'd been in a band with my brother. That would have been awesome. I, I um, think Spirit had a, like the stepdad was on drums. What band? Spirit. I got a line oh, on you, really? Randy California. Yeah, uh, Ed Cassidy. That's cool. I didn't know that. Is that well, that's why I wanted. Have you on the show so I could enlighten you with that factoid? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, appreciate nah, it. Nah, nah, nah. Just yanking your leg there. Uh, okay, so you guys are looking for you, you want a power trio, so you need a ginger baker because your brother won't. Yeah. Oh man, I wish. And you also, a baker. usually the cat with the drums is where you practice because the setting up and tearing mm-hmm. down and all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, much to my parents' dismay, with my brother, uh, they hated that. Uh, but we. <laughs> We, um, yeah, we finally, when we were like 12 or 13, we started, uh, we were in a band called Air Raid. Um, and yeah, we do covers, we do like uh, Sabbath covers and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, yeah, I, I loved it. It was, it was amazing to be fair. Did um, you guys ever do any gigs and, or was it just a practice? Oh, band? yeah. Okay. Yeah, we did. We did a few gigs in, in Hinkley, our hometown in Leicestershire um at the football ground like working men's clubs like we did a few of them uh but then yeah then we started taking it more seriously when we were about 16 and we got uh ross on board um to play drums and he still plays drums in in sport oh great what was it can you remember the first air raid gig oh uh yeah i reckon it was it was at hinkley stadium in like 2000 and seven or 2008 your first gig was a stadium gig well sorry that misrepresents it I, as in like the football ground there's it's like a bar inside the football ground oh okay so it ain't outside okay understood understood and mm-hmm. uh and, and you're playing mainly black uh sabbath covers yeah i remember we played a couple sabbath covers and we did like we we did play our own music um were you writing any writing, of the songs yeah, I was doing the riffs and the. Can, the, can you uh, remember the first song you wrote? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was called "What Is Wrong with the World These Days." Oh, so I it think. had words too. Okay, because you just said riffs. Oh yeah. So okay, and cynical. It, yeah, I was just going to say it sounded a little cynical. That's all mm-hmm. right, or skeptical at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> of people getting it together. <laughs> I think that's a good policy. <laughs> look, you gave me this. Uh, well, you guys, look, nobody gets on the skateboard and pulls a ollie first time. You got you know, fall down. Yeah, exactly. You gave exactly. me some. You, you gave me a bunch of sport. And I want to play this uh, one called Self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. 
Watt for Pedro show. That chunky music star off of sport. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. Yeah, it's sport. Yeah. It's got the two O's here. I guess for yeah, maybe. Yeah, two O's for no reason. Just, no, just no, a for a search engine <laughs> uh, device. <laughs> exactly. Okay. okay. Have young people tell me, or younger people. I'm just mm. less younger. Sport with mm. self. Econo title. And pretty much focused. Arthur Russell after that. This is how we walk on the moon. Uh, greatly missed. This is a band I saw two weeks ago. I went and saw a gig. I guess these cats met at uh, in Glasgow at college called Still Houseplants. And Shy oh, Song. Mate. I love Still Houseplants. I mean, no bass player, but it was fucking bitching. I loved it. Yeah. Oh, they're so good, man. Yeah, yeah, they're just a trio, aren't they? Yeah, a lady singing, a guy on drums, and another guy on guitar. And, and trippy. The way they communicate t- with each other, it reminded me like, uh, I don't know, Elvin and John Coltrane. Elvin Jones. Okay, uh, Light After That. They, they just turned 20 years, and they made a song in celebration. Endless Blue. The first time I heard Nobuyuki singing. Uh, brand new out of Milano, Giuseppe with his uh, Arabia Saudade Praj. And it's all uh, Central South American countries. No, maybe South, just South. So this one's called Uruguay. Of course, the Italiano spelling. Bombas Prendon, brand new, December 1983. It's funny to say that. Brand new, 1983. <laughs> this band's been together like since. Uh, maybe late 80s, and they've done thousands of recordings and maybe five, six gigs. Kind of a Steely Dan trip, right? Uh, Kato Hideki with Your Angry Face. Ah, Crispy Ambulance. I found this by accident, this website. I guess they got back together because this is a live song from 2002. But I got this 10-inch up in Hollywood in the early 80s. Vinyl fetish, Henry and Joseph. Melrose, I don't know, I, I saw it, it was called Deaf, but this song here is called Drug User, Drug Pusher, and uh, yeah, what a trip, they were such great cats, you know, the old days here for our movement, man, you, you had a lot, of, it was a collection of individuals, <laughs> it's very interesting, okay, and then finally, Sport, with Stained Glass Window. I guess that's how they used to teach people because they couldn't read, right? So they'd have the Bible stories in the church. <laughs> yeah, I I love them a lot. I, yeah, the light I coming sh- through, right? It's bitching. Yeah. I, yeah, it's sick. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, quite art to it because it's kind of mosaic rock, right? You got to break it up into pieces. and It's an interesting mm. thing. Interesting thing. So how long does Air Raid last? Oh, Air Raid lasts until we're about six, uh, 15, maybe. Um, we we basically moved school, like, when we were, yeah, when we're 14, you start a new school. And that was when we sort of, like, stopped doing stuff because we all had, like, new friends and stuff. Um, but then we started a band called Feedback Voice, uh, which was just another, like, covers band. But same dudes same people it was so the same so me and the same bassist yeah uh so me and me and deck um and then that's when we got ross on board who um is yeah still the drummer of sport 
Um, and you're still and copying songs, but are you are you copying different songs than you did with Air Raid? Uh, yeah, yeah. This is this is like what 2010, 2011. So this is like the kind of indie sleaze, like you know, British. You know, like all the English bands that wanted to be the Strokes, like Arctic Monkeys and stuff like that. Well, the Strokes were trying to be Velvet Underground. Or, yeah, or am I wrong? I mean, yeah, there's probably yeah, there's probably some there's probably some truth to that. Um, well, Ink told me the, the reason why he jumped off drums because he saw Lou Reed singing. I mean, the, the idea of people influencing each other, I think, you know, giving them the go, that's okay. Mm-hmm. So, but 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 did you try your own? You uh, you, you continued developing your own songwriting. Yeah. Um, so we did. We ended up. We ended up getting really into in Leicester. They there was a promoter called John Helps, um, and he well he still puts on shows, uh, but he would get all the really good math rock bands, um, and when American or like Japanese math rock bands like toured, John would put them on in Leicester, usually to like a smaller crowd than they're probably used to if they're playing in like London or Bristol or whatever, um, and we he would put us on support because we were this sort of like we ended up trying to do like crazy math rock songs you know just where like the time signatures are more mad like and by math songs, rock you mean like uh king crimson yeah well just like just mad time signatures basically like that that's basically oh like cat beefheart like no, what sorry I, I, no I, no king crimson did it too like cat beefheart like five four and seven four yeah yeah, yeah. Well, one of the one of the bands we were really into was Tara Melos. And when I mentioned Tara coming on here. Tara Melos. Yeah. I, I got to uh, I did a whole album with the guitar man Nels Klein yeah. and Greg Sarnier. Well, well, that's why, that's why yeah. I bring it up because I mentioned I mentioned I was doing this to Deck and he had a little Google and he was like, Oh, he's in a band with the geezer from Well, Tara it was Malos. just a project, it was an album. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's 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 valid and stuff. But we never toured. We never did gigs. But you know, yeah, there's the document there. We named it after a Richard Meltzer, a line in Richard Meltzer poem, "Big Walnuts Yonder." So mm. yeah, that that trippy timing. You know, people don't realize, but bebop was a lot of four man. They they got weirded out by John Coltrane doing three. You know, with that cover, mm-hmm. that Rodgers and Hammerstein cover. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the trippy thing about uh, different meters and stuff, but anything to make music interesting enough to make you want to really embrace it, right? Not just sleepwalk. Why not? Yeah, totally, totally. You know, Buddies so we, of Terramelos well. was those guys I played earlier, Light, from mm-hmm. Tokyo. And that's where I met them guys when they were... Cause they they were, was, sorry. Say that again. L-I-T-E. That's what they're called. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. We, we played a show with Light in Leicester. Okay, okay. That's how I met Tara Meadows and stuff. Nice. Yeah, it's, like I said, it's all about people. <laughs> yeah. And you meet people and the and music comes after that. And yeah, mm-hmm. you, you, get, you let the freak flag fly. So, uh, uh, so uh, now how, how long, because this ain't sport. Oh, 17, shit. We, we started we doing sports stuff. We... Uh, Andrew, I'm so sorry, but can we continue this next hour? Because we're at the end of the first hour. April 14, yeah. 2023 edition. What Peter's so special guest? Guest Andrew King. Hold that hour two. April 14, 2023. Second hour. What for Peter's show? <laughs> Yeah. 
Get up. 
for Pedro Show, start off the second hour. Sport with Rashan Powell, if I said that right. Never call home. And then the last part of Alexander's Hacka, Alexander Hacka, 
He plays with Einstein and Neubert, but also Hack Picciccotto with Daniela's partner. But this was, he had this big piece on this imaginary young man in Berlin called uh, Alexander Bork, Bork or something. Uh, and anyway, this Hiroshima Revisited 2022, it's the last part. Maybe 23 parts altogether, and I've been playing them every episode I could. Cup after that, Nels Klein with uh, Yukahana, Spinning Creature, Anti-Strawberry, Champagne. Brian Day just made, uh, he made me a bass string exciter. Um, used Walter Wright and Almar Golis. Ott out of Texas with Clog, a news cycle. I could only get an excerpt in there, but pretty much most. And then finally, Sport, but live Sport. With paper plates. So how's sport come about? So it was sort of, we all went to university. Paul, who played guitar with us, um, went the same uni with us briefly as well. Um, and we just hadn't played shows in ages because we were just living away from home for the first time, trying to do like adult life and, you know, working part-time jobs and stuff. And we were just sort of a bit too busy find, trying to find ourselves. Uh, but then, yeah, after a couple of years of uni, we were like, oh my God, this is depressing. We really want to, we really want to play again. Um, so yeah, we just sort of had a load of demos that we'd made um, and then kind of got the ball rolling with that. Um, and then we moved to London after after uni. So yeah, we've been doing it, doing it since. What was the first sport gig? First sport gig? It would have been in Birmingham, I reckon it probably would have been... Actually, no, maybe it was in Leicester. I think it was at the Firebug in Leicester. Um, yeah, man, I forget. I forget who it was with. But we definitely played some really... I think of it as being synonymous with, uh, like, early days, we played the Sunflower Lounge in Birmingham a lot. And do you think the band... Same guys? Same bass? Same drumming? Deck and same uh, Ross? Yeah. As, yeah, so it's the, it was the exact same band as Feet by Voice. Um, and then... Yeah, as as time's gone on, we did a we did a record with um, Marathon Artists, um, which is a label in London, um, and yeah, put these sort of singles together like Self, um, and yeah, that was we did it before COVID, and then we released it during COVID, and then obviously COVID, so we didn't do much uh, for like eighteen months or so because we were sort of all separated around the country, and but yeah, and then the last the last eighteen months we've been getting back on it again uh as a as a three piece um so yeah same people that it was with in feedback voice the three of us um and we've been sort of working with sessions when we play live um and getting together like you know a million demos that we've been making and yeah excited to to start releasing stuff again this year and where'd you get the name sport we just were we found it hard to agree on something so we spent ages like sort of going through different ideas and yeah no, none of us could agree on anything but for some reason we all sort of raised our eyebrows at it and quite liked it so it was like the the what the one thing that seemed to get like approval from everyone and with the trippy spelling yeah i mean yeah that, that was it was originally ross wrote it with the double o by accident and then we were like oh yeah that's cool that looks that looks <laughs> memorable so it's actually a fuck up yeah see that people? yeah exactly you don't know it's a fuck up until somebody decides it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? As all the best things are. Yeah, yeah. Especially when it comes to artistic expression, huh? Look, you yeah. gave me this uh this ain't sport. Now I played all the sport that you gave me, but you gave me this thing called UV Raymond. Yeah. Okay. That is that is um 
Should I play it first and then you explain, or you want to explain first? Uh, no, let's do it after. All Anyone 
stranded hippie Go and smoke your homegrown self-pity Hey, acid punk casualty Go wallow in your generation's tragedies Hey, crash-landed hippie Go and smoke your homegrown self-pity Hey, acid punk casualty Go wallow in your generation's tragedies Nico and Janice and me We'd sell our kingdom for a fix I conjure the times three Jimi Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix This is where the music dies again Childhood bedroom, manhood doom room Go and smoke your homegrown self-pity Hey, acid punk casualty Go wallow in your generation's tragedy Hey, crash-landed hippie Go and smoke your homegrown self-pity Hey, acid punk casualty Go wallow in your generation's tragedy Hey, crash-landed hippie Go and smoke your homegrown self-pity Hey, acid punk casualty Go wallow in your generation's tragedy Hey, crash-landed hippie Go and smoke your homegrown self-pity Hey, acid punk casualty Go wallow in your generation's tragedy Hey, crash-landed hippie Go and smoke your homegrown self-pity Hey, acid punk casualty Go wallow in your generation's tragedies Hey, crash-landed hippie Go and smoke your homegrown self-pity Hey, acid punk casualty Go wallow in your generation's tragedies Hey, crash-landed hippie Go and smoke your homegrown Hey, as the punk casualty, go wallow in your generation's tragedy. Hey, crash landed hippie, go and smoke your homegrown self pity. Hey, as the punk casualty, go wallow in your generation's tragedies. Hey, crash landed hippie, go and smoke your homegrown self pity. Upon casualty, go wallow in your generation's tragedies. Hey, crash landed hippie, go and smoke your homegrown self pity. Hey, as a punk casualty, go wallow in your generation's tragedies. Oh!
come triste l'uomo scolo che si guarda nello specchio ogni giorno un po' più vecchio che non sa con chi parlare passa giorno dopo giorno senza avere, senza dare quando il sole va a dormire cielo si fa scuro, resta solo una candela ed un'ombra sopra il muro. Per non essere più solo mi son fatto un burattino, per avere l'illusione d'esser padre di un bambino che mi tenga compagnia senza darmi grattacapi. Che non usi la bugia come pane quotidiano e che adesso che son vecchio possa darmi anche una mano. Come è stato lo sapete è la storia di Pinocchio, naso lungo e capotondo. di ascoltarlo chi mi dice di punirlo ma non so che cosa fare non è facile educare lui non vuole andare a scuola lui non vuole lavorare devo dirvi in confidenza che com'è non mi dispiace ma è riuscito proprio bene più lo vedo
Watt for Pedro show. That took music started off with UV Raymond doing Broly or Broly blues, maybe. Yeah, Broly. Yeah. Broly like blues. That'd be, that'd be hard to say in Asia. <laughs> like mm-hmm. delivery, right? <laughs> Agriculture sure. after that with the Circle Chant, part two. Kevin Hewick. <laughs> now it's in. Let me, maybe the circle <laughs> remain unbroken. <laughs> uh, I mean, that, that, uh, I cracked up. It's such a trippy <laughs> tune. You'll know when you hear it. Uh, Mizutama Shobodan after that was signed. Uh, this is, a, I think, first band that Tenko was in. And uh, she, uh, you know, she, she just did a gig last month, I know, with uh, Victoria Shen and uh, just uses her voice now. But, oh, man, what a trip. Muskeg uh, Mudsuck out of Anchorage, Alaska with Catapult and Cows. Here's a band name, 19 minutes and 40 seconds. <laughs> with <laughs> Storia di Pinocchio. Okay. I don't have to translate that, do I? Matt Meskin High. Oh, this, 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 band, this is no uh, Japanese band. It's called Shit in the Midnight Meskin Highway. And the tune is called Winter. And, Not decent. Yeah, of course. But I thought it would go good with the Xenochronic AMM All-Stars, our buddy Ben, right? And yeah. Happy Crimes Made Legal. I'm not in this jam. I, I got to be part of a bunch of jams. With the, I was invited aboard for a bunch of the things with them, uh, collabs uh, Were they, through the Internet. Did, oh, yeah. You, yeah, I know you did some. I've listened to some of the, the contributions. I should uh, I should react to them. Yeah, what they, what they would do, uh, Ben would like, he had a place at archive.org where you would submit little, well, I called mine voice. And I think mm-hmm. I ended up doing like 150-something voice for them. And be just parts that they could use for, you know, uh, to, to make a group, like quilt, like a stitching together quilt. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, yeah, they're still it, they're still done the exact same way. That's oh, are they? Still how, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very Nothing honored changes. to be part of all that stuff, and 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 in fact, because you were talking about the situation with the COVID nineteen, that and and it was like every day, you know, it'd be a kind of a good creative uh, exercise, and then be mm-hmm. contributing to a piece and stuff. So, uh, yeah, there was a lady who played guitar, and uh, some cats who played drums, and. Interesting, interesting. A bathtub, a, d- a dish, dishes in the sink, and shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> I love yeah. it. It was, it was a trip. Remind me of a when I was a teenager listening to uh, Carl Stone with his imaginary landscape program. It, you, you didn't know what was going to happen, you know. So mm. here it was, all these years later, and I was part of something like that. So thank you, Ben. Uh, but let's get back to sports. So, so you kind of gave me up to the moment thing. So you guys. You're you're playing gigs now. Yeah, we're back back at it. Wow. Um, okay. And with uh, with with Lewis playing guitar and uh, Lewis Pick, who is UV Raymond. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, because I was going to ask UV you about Raymond that. Track yeah. Was one that um, yeah we did we did together. So we're going to play our first show with him. He's a crazy guitarist. Really, really sick. Um, and that's on the 28th of April in uh, Dalston in London. So you're a quartet. Yeah, so we're, we're a trio, but we're, we're working with um, lots of other sessions. And yeah, we're a big fan of, of Lewis. And you got a core, a trio as a core. And then, okay, yeah, yeah 
Yeah, Caputo. Yeah, yeah, he's been right. He's been writing with us, and yeah, yeah, he's he's really good. And then, and then the uh, were you part of this uh, Xenocratic? Yeah, so that one, that one is something that Peter Baxter um, uploaded. Oh, that's it, Peter then, Baxter. Yeah, he was one of the cats. Very yeah. interesting guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a legend, Peter. Love him. Yeah. Um, he that's something that he uploaded to the archive, like you were talking about. Right, um, right. And then, yeah, I I put two lots of guitar over it. Yeah, and uh, I think he's older than I am. So, uh, Peter? No, I don't think. I think Ben. Ben probably is. Okay. I think, I think well, there was some guy. Uh, ben told me there was a cat who was doing stuff like for Vandergraaf and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, guy, yeah, Guy Evans. Guy, um, that's it. That's right. He's doing a lot of stuff. God, yeah, my yeah, fucking so memory's he, terrible. Yeah, I'm he, so he was sorry. the he was the Vandergraaf drummer. Um, right, like right, sort of right. core core member. Um, but yeah, there's, I mean, there's loads of different. Yeah, different I, really know, I know, and I know, and you know, you know how it is when you get in the moment with people. They're, you know, they're compadres and shit. And then just a little while away from them and you forget everything. <laughs> Senior moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Sorry. Sure. Sorry. Uh, big respect. Though. Look, we're at the end of the second hour. Uh, April 14, 2023, Dishwap Peter Show. Special guest, Andrew King. Hold tight for hour three. April 14, 2023. It's the third hour. Watch for Peter Show. Capitalist system 
And I'll tell you the reason why Oh, it's caused so much suffering And my dearest friends to die Now I know you must be wondering What is it ever done to Listen to me, mister, and I'll try to make you see. My daddy was a good man, but he never had enough. Long hours and long times he had returned. Now the rich and mighty capitalist is dressed in silk and gold. While the working man is freezing and left out in the
ya expiró E hipotecaron la animita Que fui, que fui, que fui Hasta el día de hoy Soy un escombro pintoresco Aquí, aquí, aquí
shit, we usually play. That was proper jazz. I paid to watch that. <laughs> well, not you. Under the same sky. The wicked, the good, fools, angels and birds. Inside there is dry wood lit. Candles, weak fire, paper everywhere. Delicate trees. Someone lost their pen again. Cursed tools. To forget how to do something. How human. When were we ever human? We did not, after all, invent the sky. Should we name our tools? We did the birds, the trees, but not the fire. Once mankind forgot how to make fire. For hundreds of years, no human remembered how to turn trees into flames counting only on the sky to give the same light to us as the birds. <laughs> Lay down your tools. <laughs> it is not technology, it is tools, said Illich. Was the first element fire? or air, or water, good news for birds, an earth beneath, forgotten by the human, who would rather imagine himself master of the sky than beholden to the trees. Imagine the trees without tools, discontinuous with the sky, not yet fire. People talk, so human, though not so nearly beautifully as the birds. Who was here first of all of us? The birds spinning in the void without the trees and what idiot human mistook nature for his tools finding God in fire but not peace in the sky Not for Pedro show last no uh, start off the third hour we ain't let last yet this is Moody Sama with imposter we'll learn about it in a second Jebloy Nichols after that with I hate the capitalist system retail simps 
out of Canada with 25-step program. Whoa. Diego Lorenzi featuring Antonio Ianola with Cliché, Cliché, Cliché. And finally, AMM All-Stars. This ain't the Xena Chronic ones, people. But this is also with mm-hmm. Nina Power. I think she's reading the spiel here. Jazz interlude under the same sky. Separated with the slash. So, in likeness to Muddy Sama. Yeah, Muddy is uh, my friend who, he's a model who, during COVID, decided he really, really wanted to make music. Um, and then one of his mates put them in touch with with me to see if if i could help produce some stuff and like help him write and stuff um yeah and we've done we've done loads we've, we've put together loads of stuff um it's really good we bond over a lot of uh shared interests with music um he's banging to all the the solo john frusciante stuff um which i think is like total genius um that so, first yeah, solo record been... <laughs> sorry the first solo record John did? Um, well, yeah, I mean, obviously the early stuff is kind of marred a little bit. But with, then he did a whole um, bunch with Omar. Are you talking about those? All of the stuff, the stuff with like the 2004 stuff with like Josh Klinghoffer in particular. Right, um, right. Like Shadows Collide, like Inside of Emptiness, Curtains, all of that. Um, because he did a bunch of with Omar where Omar would write all the parts, but he'd have John play them. Yeah, 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 yeah. The um, <laughs> so yeah, that, that record's really good. Yeah, yeah. But then that first solo album John did was kind of Sid Barrett kind of territory a little bit. Yeah, the is that which one is it? Niandra Lades or the the other one? They're both quite. I know there's another one that's like even more out there that he wanted to get pulled from getting repressed and stuff because he doesn't, <laughs> you know, feel like it represents him or whatever. Well, you know, sometimes I think recordings can be like diary entries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you know, documents. Tell me about the process you use with uh, Maddie. To does he bring you so, spiel, words, melodies, or with with this one he came with like a lot of the time we will just open Logic, you know, open a guitar file and just like mess about, get a drum break until we like the sound of something with. With this one, it was, he came to me with a riff, like a voice note that his mate had done for like a, a strokes sort of guitar riff. Um, and then I sort of recorded it and put some bass and drums on and then we like built it and then he, he'd start writing to it. Um, but he's a very, he's very energetic when he's, when he's writing and yeah, he's good, good fun to, to be, to be doing stuff with. It's a lot of, a lot of fun, very like playful. Um, so you're using the drums yeah. like uh, I should tell the listeners Logic is a program you can run on Macs and uh, it's yeah. a, a digital audio workstation and uh, you're using the robot drums yeah I, I tend to get like breaks and then like sample them and cut them up and stuff Okay. Uh, for stuff like that just because I don't have I don't have a kit or mics. At, no, but they got flat. like virtual uh, instruments on that thing and shit like that, right? I some yeah, I sometimes use like drum machine sounds like that. Um, but I tend to just you know. Oh, use look a sample. The internet. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Scour, yeah, yeah. yeah, scour the the internet for for stuff to, sure. to sample. Cl- Clyde Stubblefield, right? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Defo. That's the. Yeah, that's the sort Funky of. Funky drummer, right? Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. The most sampled uh, fucking break. I guess you call them breaks, Definitely, right? Yeah. yeah. Or samples or, or bits. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, ha- Literally like Mellotron. Remember that machine was like all these tape recorders. That's what we're doing. Oh, okay. So is it? And, yeah, that that was like eight tape recorders. I mean, virtual. I don't know. Analog. I don't yeah. know how I thought a, Mel- a Mellotron works, but I like how they sound. Yeah, they were actually. Yeah, so you're playing the tape recorder at different speeds, so you get the different notes. But they, that's why they weighed a ton, man. They were hard to bring around. And mm. Cost a lot of bucks, a lot of maintenance. But. Uh, mm. And basically, that was kind of ahead of the curve without people knowing it. We were going to end up doing down the road. Mm. But 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 really interesting. It 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 for music expression. It's good to work with different people. Right? I mean, you've been working with Deck since you were boys, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now it's, he don't get really, pissed off really when good. you do this, do you? Does he? Sorry. He don't get pissed off when you're like working with Moody. Oh no no the um in fact it was it was Ross who who introduced me to to Muddy okay uh through someone else who was asking about so you know I mean a little competitive thing there um, yeah yeah stop trying to create a rift what? yeah sorry sorry about that fucking <laughs> what, what's that guy Firestarter Prodigy <laughs> right yeah okay uh, good stuff. Uh, you gave me another thing I have no, no knowledge of, so you'll have to enlighten us. Uh, a feedback voice. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah,
lot from Peter Show. Last music for this edition. We start that chunk off with Feedback Voice and fucking idiot Watts out of chronological order because this was supposed to be between Air Raid and Sport. But uh, mm. Kilgore Trout was the tune. Then we had out of Chicago Death Tape Super Bass with Dog Gone. Eugene Chadbourne out of North Carolina with Frequently Asked Quests. Sawako Moonlight Wave. She's putting her voice on her, uh, more and more on her work now. Noisuka with Because When the Taps Run Dry. And finally, the Young Heretics with, kind of eponymous here, Young Heretics. So, uh, this is like when you opened up for the Terra Mellos guys, right? Oh, this was, uh, this, yeah, it was Feedback light. Voice. The, we never played with. I would have loved to have played with Terra. Oh, Mellos, it, was, but, it was light. Uh, it was light. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Japan. They were they were um, the Japanese band that were touring. Right, they were right. doing the UK tour. Um, yeah, we were so nervous to do that gig, man. We were like, I think we were about 18, 19. Yeah. Uh, and they're so technical and so like, you know, we were oh, very yeah. nervous for that show. But they're, they're great cats, man. They're really sweet. Oh, yeah. Sweethearts. All heart. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what about this young heretics? Uh, so that is me and Peter Baxter. Um, oh, okay. One of the, uh, AAM, uh, all-star people. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's him on him on percussion and me on guitar um, at his his flat in Clerkenwell. Zena Chronic, uh, and just improvise, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. So that was that's just me and him in person. Um, and yeah, I think he he sort of wanted to do like a something that is sort of adjacent to AMM All Stars, but that is you know just a bit of a side project where we do other stuff and like do it do it in person not at the betsy on a friday um and yeah it's it's really cool he i think i really like how he does percussion and how we sort of like play off each other and how it's like not overly take it doesn't take itself like too seriously um it's funny which i think improvised music should be but you guys want to make an album do you want to do gigs I mean, I'd be I'd be up for either of those things, but we we've only done we've only done the one session so far. So um, we were going to do a he he went to South Africa for a couple of months, um, and yeah, he's been back for a month and I haven't hit him up. So I texted him today, being like, "Let's do some more stuff." In the sport trajectory, it's you guys getting ready to make an album. Yeah, I think we're going to do we're going to do an EP this year. Um, second ep and we've got loads of um got loads of stuff to work with on it we've got a we've got a feature that ben hooked us up with with the comedian Stuart lee um who's like one of my personal heroes um and also uh yeah we've got that thing with poppy that might go on there the stained glass window track you played earlier you're, go- you're um, gonna let me get this right you're gonna collaborate with a comedian yeah, we've already we've already recorded it. Um, it was very surreal. He's like, yeah, you know, one of my, one of my absolute heroes. Um, and he did like quite a serious. We sent him this like ambient track with piano on it, and we were like, oh, we want to do this as an interlude with some spoken word. I was I was and just going to say like Jack Kerouac with Steve Allen. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not familiar with that, but <laughs> I, on the road, I, I can I can, I can imagine it. Well, he was reading um, from his book, right? Yeah. But this is oh, a comedian, okay. so this is more like Lenny Bruce. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's weird because it's like it's not it's not at all. No, what but that's okay. I, I can't wait to hear it. In fact, when you get that and you get this sport EP recorded, will you guys will you come back on the show? And we can play it and talk about it. Oh, bro, I'd love to. That'd yeah. Okay. The invite's on. Okay, Andrew, please. Yeah, thank you. And thank Thanks you for being on the show. People, it's been April 14, 2023 edition of Wap Peter. So keep your power.